0: Everybody and welcome to another episode of CIR Realty Business Mastery. We are joined today by Pavin and Carrie Koshel. Welcome! Thanks for being with us today. Thanks Thanks for having us. us. Welcome. So, in addition to being fabulous realtors, Pavin and Carrie are our friends. (laughs) And uh, the reason I mention that is because we have kind of known you and hung out with you and followed your business a little bit. And Lindsay, uh, a couple of weeks ago, was like, we should really get Pavin and Carrie on because. They are crushing it. And he was just so proud of the great work that you guys have done. So well, thanks thank for coming on to, sharing, um, to share your story with us. We really appreciate it. Thanks. Thank you so much. Welcome.
1: Yeah, and, and a, bit of, a bit of background here. We're going to ask you guys uh, about your history. But uh, Pavin and Kerry had a, a great breakout year in 2019. Mm-hmm. And, um, and a lot of people did it. And that's, especially in Alberta, you know, it's still a tough economy. But they buck the trends, and uh, one of the things that I've seen in, in your businesses is sort of the snowball effect of accumulation of all the activities you've done in the past that are come to fruition, and you've planted yeah. so many seeds and now stuff is working and you are both hustlers. You guys are out there doing everything. I
0: was everything. just going to use the, so use the yeah. word hustle. Yeah. So so yeah, hopefully at deserves. the
1: end of this, you guys will have a little bit more hustle, a little bit more swagger in your step. They're looking good. We've showed up and we're like, God, we got to clean our shoes now. And I know. Trying to get everything done. They're stage, upstaging us. So.
2: Oh, you guys are so sweet.
1: <laughs> okay. So let's start with this uh, and Carrie, let's toss it out to you. Um, actually, you know, Pavan, let's start with you because okay. Carrie came in a little bit later on the scene. Uh, so two minutes or less here. Tell us about um, how long you've been in real estate, sort of your background coming up to today. Sure.
3: So originally I was working at an engineering company and I just didn't like being in a cube and not seeing people. And during that time I was working there, I started buying my own properties. Nice. So in 2006, I was looking for a change and I thought, like so many of us do, being a realtor seems kind of easy. I think I could do this. (laughs) Literally, yeah. (laughs) So I got my license in 2006. Nice. Nice. Yeah, and, and then
1: coming forth to today, um, and then so that was 13 years ago? Yes. Awesome. Carrie?
2: Yeah, so I started October of 2018, and I left the oil and gas industry, and I started to go to school um, for IT, and I wasn't loving computers, so um, I noticed Pavan was doing really well, and he was going to hire an assistant, so I decided to get my license and help him.
1: Nice. And you're like, I can do this better. <laughs> yes. well, as, as all, the boss, as all right? Guys can
0: do. <laughs> of course, you can do better.
1: <laughs> of course, that's awesome.
0: Cool. Um, so you guys are married happily. Congratulations to you. Thank you. Um, what is it like working as a husband and wife? Which is actually not uncommon in real estate. We go to a ton of conferences, and we know a lot of brokerages, um, and obviously. Lindsay and I are also married, but it's not uncommon to see husband wifes teams. But I'm sure that there's some really big pros, and there's you know let's limit your three challenges to like the top two. Um, okay. But uh, yeah, talk about your experience doing that.
3: Sure. So I really enjoy having Carrie and being able to work with her. It's been pretty awesome. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I'm lying. I'm t- taking notes. <laughs> well, the benefit is you get two realtors for the price of one. We yep. get to do twice as much work in half the amount of time. And we find that if one person is gravitating towards one another, we can let them uh, take the lead.
0: As far as kind of who's going to take the lead with a specific client, like yeah.
3: personality
2: type? Yeah, so yeah. Um, sometimes people click better with Pavin versus myself or vice versa. So
0: Yeah, that's awesome. What if, as far as your work dynamic goes, um, is it hard separating work at home. I, 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 like, I, I, know, I know that when Lindsay and I first um, started dating and we worked together, we had this rule where it was, you know, like we're together all day, we're working, we already work 55 hours plus a week. We can't talk about work at home. And then very quickly we realized there is absolutely no way we will ever not talk about work at home. And it it's was almost true. just an understanding that was like, that's okay, that's just our life. And yeah. um, to try and put that boundary for us would have been almost impossible
3: yeah, it's, it's going to happen. It's going to seep into everyday life. And we're both passionate about real estate. We just kind of accepted that. Yeah. If we're out, it's going to come up.
2: Yeah. And yeah. we do do a lot of things together. Like, we work out together. We work together. Um, we vacation together. Yeah. So we are together a lot. And um, yeah, it's, it's nice. But like, when I first met Pavin, we started working to like we, we met each other working together. So okay. it kind of always worked.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Makes sense. Okay, yeah. tell, us about
1: the, um, tell us about some challenges, though. Oh. So oh, I'll yes. to, it's not all sunshine and lollipops all the time. <laughs> um, or maybe for it sure. is. No, I, <laughs> but I know for us it certainly wasn't. Well, um,
2: yeah, we have totally two different personalities. So sometimes um, you know, we don't necessarily agree on everything. Um, We miscommunicate sometimes, but at the end of the day, we make it work for our client.
3: We find, you know, another challenge is we both want a vacation together, so getting that time off and not being in here is a little bit challenging, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah, that makes sense.
3: Do you guys have somebody that covers your business for you then, or Uh, some key realtors, or...? We do sometimes ask someone here, but we do pick up the phone when we're away, right? Um, With the technology now, like... We
2: work on vacation. we did an offer <laughs> from
3: the beach in Hawaii. So not it's yeah. fine, right? Like yeah. with DocuSign and everything now that we have access to it makes it so much easier to travel and be productive.
1: But, but you're also under, sorry, didn't
3: no, okay. you're
1: also understanding of each other too. It's like yeah. oh this is this is going into our bank account, so yeah, mm-hmm. let's let's bang this off and then we'll go surfing. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Like
2: when totally. I worked in oil and gas, I was kinda of like jealous. I'm like, Oh, you know, I have to wake up at 6 a.m., go through traffic, and then, you know, he'll get up at 9 a.m. And he's like,
3: Send an email, starting Oh, I made $1,000. I'm going to go back to bed now.
2: <laughs> yeah, but now we're
0: both kind of on the same page. And I understand it. And it works. That makes a really big difference. I've said to so many of my friends and, and women that I know in real estate who have tough times with their spouses, often who aren't in the business, just because that level of understanding yeah. just isn't there, right? Like, I have to go to this dinner. I have to go to this party. I have to go to this hockey game. Mm -hmm. I have to pick this phone call up. And I'm very conscientious of the times, and I know that Lindsay would be too, of we're doing something and he has to pick up the phone. And he's on the phone for 20 minutes. And I know that if I didn't work with him and I didn't get it, it would bug me. Which isn't, I mean, it's just an honest thing to say. Uh But because you get it, it's just like, of course you have to take that call. Which is why I think that so many... People in real estate, it's very common that significant others end up doing it just because it is a value to the business and it is a value to the client because your home life is supportive of working when you need to work. And I think the whole vacation thing too, and we have many conversations if we have to work on vacation where, you know, a lot of people work nine to five and when they're at work, they have absolutely no flexibility Mm -hmm. and they get three weeks of vacation a year. And when they go on vacation, like they should probably unplug Mm -hmm. because they have three weeks and that's it. Yeah. But when you get to be realtors, it's like, well, we get a bit more flexibility than most people day to day. So if you're on vacation and you have to do something like, that's probably
3: okay. And the reward yeah. is quite nice. Yeah, rewards, right? yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah. Nope, that makes sense. Oh, cool. And we have a kid too, and he... And he
2: sees it and he's starting to understand it and like he even wants to become a realtor now because of it. So <laughs> nice.
1: Kind
2: of, yeah, it's kinda of cool.
1: Well you can live a cool life and to see parents have some flexibility. Um yes. that's
3: a that's a big thing. You'll have yeah. to have a junior realtor training cor- yeah, program. That's right here. <laughs> <laughs> we'll
1: have a bring your kid to work day. And and like we finish have, up in we the should... finish up in the training center <laughs> teaching oh, people how to done with
0: that <laughs> totally. for all of our realtors' kids to just do like a really fun day of something and like make it kid friendly. Oh my god.
1: <laughs> Add it to the List. I'm yeah. adding to the <laughs> list. <laughs> that would
0: be so fun.
1: Tell yeah. us about uh, and Carrie. Let's start with you. Tell us about the roles that you guys play in the business. In the business, and then what we'll do is this: is um, what do you think, well, I was going to say, okay, you have to tell me
3: Pavin's strengths and weaknesses, and Pavin will tell me Carrie's strengths. Uh, yeah, i know. Yeah, mean, we're not I'm sure. Not that. We won't do this. it that way. Why don't you tell me Kirsten's weaknesses, <laughs> Lindsay? Yeah, exactly. It's a long <laughs> way back to Airdrie, I'm not doing that.
1: <laughs> sort of like no editing, sort of learning as we go here. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Carrie, tell me though about the roles you play, because you guys said that yeah. sometimes you connect better with other people. So, yeah, um, for sure. So what role do you believe that each of you play in the business?
2: So I like working with buyers. Um, I like taking them to homes and showing them around different communities, and I love doing open houses and meeting new people, whereas Pavin doesn't like doing open houses.
1: <laughs> fair. Fair. Pavin, what about, what about you? What do you I'd see as like strengths and weaknesses, or strengths anyways, like what are some of the strengths that you feel like uh, areas that you like to take on?
3: I like to take on the listing side of things and yeah. kind of coordinate the marketing. And I like to do the paperwork, which many really? people. Yeah, I, I have it down to the science. So it's, I do uh, not
2: like doing paperwork at oh, all. So any chance he's like, like offers to do it, I'm like, yes, please, I'll do your open houses. But that is like a yeah, perfect team. Yeah, yeah. That's but this year balance. I have been like, my new goal is to be like more dependent and not like it's easy to lean on one another. So my goal this year is to be more
1: independent. Maybe? Yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, more dependent. <laughs> Sorry. I have an object well, I just want to be more dependent. Yeah, and yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> and my goal is to know I'm just Yeah. <laughs> so um hi uh, in in terms of roles and, and strengths, what do you what do you see for you said like paperwork is, is one thing. So tell me, uh, maybe Pam will start with you. What is what is one
3: weakness that you feel like that you have that's that's nice to have Carrie pick up on? Definitely open houses. I say i, I not, I just can't do it. I'm not good. I've in one year, or 10 years, I think i picked up one client. It's just not my strength. Yeah. Right. And plus Sundays, I love for football. So I just, I just come to be honest with myself and say, yeah, yeah. it's not my strength. And, and
1: ca- carry your the paperwork, that side of it, or yeah, I just,
2: else? You know, I find it just boring a bit. And yeah. yeah, I'd rather just be out on the field and meeting new people. So Fair. yeah, that's it has a, that's a nice a balance. Point.
0: So let's talk about, let's get to your business now and kind of what you guys have been doing to make, that set you guys up to have such a great 2019. Um, in general, like, why don't you just kind of start with what your year looked like last year and what made it different?
3: Sure. Um, majority of our business comes from repeat and referral, yeah. sphere of influence, and of course, networking, going out and creating relationships. So yeah. I don't know if it. Just all happened that 2019. I mean, some of the other years were not so bad, but maybe accumulation of everything happening, planting the seeds. And if just because you meet someone, it may take them a while to want to use you, right? They need to see your results. Um, yeah. There's one builder I tracked down for about a year, and he'd only talk to me if I'm at the Flames game. So I kept going to the Flames game because he had so seasons. Smart. Nice. Mm-hmm. Plus, I like going. So it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like, yeah, win, a bad. win win. Well, so and, smart.
1: and that's one of the things that I've loved about watching your, your businesses is that you you guys do a good job of doing the things that you love and working the business side of it into there. Yeah, um, yeah. Pav, we're going to talk about this. because He's a serial networker. Like you're you're, <laughs> you're always like if you are always he was always the first person to reach out, the first person to set something up, and and it works. Like and then people want to get together, and then we ran into we we were at a, a movie event, and. All of a sudden, a mortgage broker that he works with comes in, and the first thing he says is, "Having just brings people together. Like, it is absolutely, and I'm like, oh, it's not just you. I thought it was so special. And I'm like, oh, he does this to everybody. So Well, the
3: thing yeah. is, you got to be organic and be yourself. You can't just be like, hey, give me business every time. No one's going to want to hang out with you, right? You have to build a rapport and let them kind of see who you are.
2: Yeah, and I was, like, scared to, like, invite, you know, people over to my house. I was scared that they were going to, like, Judge my house or whatever, or like mixing different cra- crowds together, I thought, you know, well, what if they don't get along, but once yeah. we just invited people into our home and like like introduced them to like all of our different friends, it just worked, and like I wish we did a long time ago
0: that's such a honest thing to say, because i rem- I remember even for us the first times that we wanted to have people over, and we had. A really tiny, like a really, really, really tiny kitchen. There was nobody to put anywhere, anybody anywhere. And I like, and you go to other people's houses that are great for entertaining. I remember thinking like, uh, eh. but then no one cares. Yeah, yeah. It just it nobody
2: like yeah. nobody cares. They're just happy that you invited them over,
0: and yeah, yeah. everyone ends up having a great time. So that's, that's nice. nice. So bringing relationships, like. Getting relationships a bit more personal yeah. Yeah. to you guys is something that is a good source of lead generation. Do you find it hard, or not hard, but maybe challenging, managing the time it takes to take those relationships and make them more personal? It actually comes pretty easy with Pavan. I mean, yeah, he's a social true. butterfly. That's true. So.
3: I, I don't, because I, when we do go out, I like to just have a lot of people and have a good time, so having them along... Doesn't really hinder the process, right?
0: Yeah. So your mentality is, if I'm going to go to a pub one night to watch a hockey game, I might as well invite 15 people out. They don't all need to know each other, but if I'm going to be there anyways...
3: They're coming to hang out and have a good time and... Yeah.
0: Yeah. So just the more the merrier and who shows up, shows Shows up, up. and who doesn't, I invited them and...
3: Exactly. That was a nice thing to do. Exactly.
0: Yeah. That's brilliant.
2: Yeah. People want to work with people they like, so... Once they get to know you on a personal level and they like you, then they'll most likely work with you. Yeah.
0: So, Carrie, you really like doing open houses. So, yeah. as specifically from like a lead, a lead gen standpoint, which is kind of what we're talking about. So, the organic networking people side of it um, is something that you're great at. Carrie, you're also great at it. But like, yeah. no one's as <laughs> great as having a You are like the person for that. Um, but let's talk Thank about you. open houses with you for a little bit because yeah. that is also a significant... Um, way that you guys meet new people for your business as well. And that's something that you totally take on. So what is your strategy on that? Is there a certain number of open houses you try and sit? Are there certain
2: areas? Yeah. So for a while I was working for a builder and sitting in a show suite for a while. So it's kind of like an open house. Um, But um, I just liked really getting to know people and connecting with them on a friendly level. And just like not even saying, hey, you know, are you ready to buy right now? But like, hey, you know, you're a nice person. Do you want to go for a coffee sometime? Or you golf? you want to come golfing with us sometime? Like just something different. So, yeah, that's all I really do is try to connect with people, show them the product, know the product. They yeah. can see that you're knowledgeable, know the market a bit, and then share that information with them and then just try to connect with
0: them. And what is your long and – the, and the connect with them is part of it, but as far as your long-term – follow-up approach for all of these people that you're meeting at Opus. Is there something specifically, like, do you add them to a prospects list or do you have a newsletter that you send out or just do you invite them when there's a stampede party? Like, what does that look like? Well,
2: that's a huge goal for me this year is to put them in my database and um, be more professional about it. But right now, like, we just use text messaging. We use Facebook messaging. We use Instagram. We just add them into any, like, resource that we can reach out to them. Yeah. And then, yeah, that's how we've been doing it. Just the way that they want to do it. Like, you know, are you on Facebook? Or I'll add you on my Facebook. Something like that.
0: So just like informal and something that's a really easy, quick, send a message. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like, it's so
2: crazy because sometimes like I will uh, have buyers message me MLSs through Facebook Messenger. Hey, I want to see this property. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Or through Instagram Messenger. It's not always through email. It's not always through the phone. People don't always have time to talk on the phone or, you know, don't always check their email, but they check their Facebook more than ever these yeah, days. True. So, yeah, they're just reaching. There's so many different resources they can reach out to you and, yeah, just pick one. And
1: I love the, the concept. They talk about the golden rule, of, you know, treat people the way, um, way you'd like to be treated. And then the platinum rule, you know, treat people the way they would like to be mm-hmm. treated. And I would say do business with people the way they want to do business. Yeah. and and that's key. Yeah. It sounds like you guys are touching on that yeah let's uh let's switch gears a little bit um, we okay. were talking about this a bit before the show um regarding builders builders are like this holy grail for realtors where they're like oh you know uh, how do i land a builder and you guys have done a great job of working with builders carrie you mentioned that you you know you sat in some show homes and, and i know that you do that as well and I think it's absolutely genius. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're talking about, you know, you do open houses, and we just had this open house segment before this, uh, and they're talking about what days of the week. And it's so it's Saturday, Sunday, Saturday, Sunday. But that's not the show home hours right. of when you're doing stuff. So you actually have other opportunities throughout the week where people walk in who are instant buy and sell in estate. Yeah. Pavin, tell me uh, the start of it about when you first started work with the builders and how you said, I'm going to approach this. You've done a great job of it. Mm-hmm. Tell me about that.
3: Thank you. Um... How it started, I guess, is we brought in a client, and we did a deal, and we wanted to make sure that the negotiation, the whole process was smooth, that the salesperson liked us, and that they'd want to work with us again. So after we kind of had a smooth transaction, they could see how we worked, we invited them out. To, uh, to celebrate the deal. This
1: is the salesperson?
3: Yes. Yeah. Oh, that is
0: so smart. Yeah. So
1: good. We don't
3: yeah. even
0: go so to like,
2: smart. the owner of the overall project. We just most likely deal with the salespeople.
3: Sales manager. So we're out, we're developing a relationship, figuring out what they like to do. Next thing you know, we start golfing with them. And then they're like, oh, my hostess just quit or she can't make it. And I'm like, hey, I can step in for you, not a problem. Brilliant. Yeah. So just adding value there.
1: Isn't, yeah. that, isn't that awesome? It's like people think, oh, well, no, there must have been a uh, an application process and request no. for tender where you, you, you <laughs> put it out and you, you put your proposal in about how to work with it. And yeah, we've so, done
2: that before. We've tried putting proposals into builders, and it doesn't work as good as just, you know, try, like just doing a deal with them and getting to know them on a personal level. And like a lot of these salespeople too, they work a lot of hours, and they're just like us. They want to spend time with their families, and... They want to make money, so if we can provide a service for them, where you know we can go in and help them, then this works.
3: So. And it's hard for them to find someone that can work around a random Wednesday or a Thursday yeah. from two to eight, right? And being in the industry, we got the flexibility with two of us to say, "Yeah, I can go in." Carrie handles everything else. Plus, you know, there's a computer, there's Wi-Fi, there's access. Yeah, yeah.
2: and we and we know the project from like the sale that we've done with them. And we are knowledgeable realtors, so they yes. they trust you. So
0: that's really smart. Yeah.
1: And then obviously, and obviously not every client is end up buying in that project, but you can
3: also um, well, the primary goal is yeah to course, definitely push them the there. Project, but, yeah, for and, sure. And then we try to take the selling leads, right? Yeah. And then they hold homes to sell. That's right. Yeah. Perfect. I
1: absolutely love that. I think you guys did such a great job, and that's what the key is. is you got to be around you. You know, people like people that know or do business people they know, like and trust, and you build that relationship, you get in flow, and you're top of mind. Okay. So that's yeah, so good.
0: So Pavin, let's go back to the let's go back to the socializing sure. area for this, and I'm going to ask you a personal question. Okay. Not that personal, but it's a little okay. bit personal. Okay. So when we're talking about a marketing budget, right? Like we have meetings with realtors all the time, saying this is. They're like, "What should I do this year?" And it's like, "Well." you want to do some farming or if you want to do some client appreciation stuff or if you want to run digital ads for all of your listings, right? And we price it all out and say, you should be budgeting something like this. Mm -hmm. So when such a big part of your business comes from socializing and networking um, and carry you guys as well, when you're considering your overall marketing budget and the bringing of people together, do you have a certain expenditure level or or if, if you're going golfing and you're inviting a builder out, is there an expectation that you have to pay for it? Do you feel like you have to do that? Because I think that one of the things that people are weary about often in these situations is if I'm inviting somebody to come do something, is there an expectation that now this is going to end up costing me a fortune? Are there certain... T- like just How do you, in your head, decide where money is spent from the networking standpoint?
3: Sure. So we just kind of... Roll with it. So if we're, say, for example, we're going golfing, we get there early, we pick up the green fee. So when the guy comes, where do I pay? Don't worry, I got it. And then most mm-hmm. people are happy, right? So they're like, hey, yeah. I bought the first round now for you. So we just kind of share, go with that. Most people yeah, aren't expecting to have everything covered, right? Yeah. Which is are,
0: important to note because some people are nervous that that means that and then you're nervous to But, to I mean, at it. the
3: end of the day, if you're golfing, you're not gonna have a lot of extremely amount of beers. Right? Not yeah. one is gonna drink twenty beers at say ten dollars a beer. Yeah. And even if they do, that three hundred dollars for the four hours that you get to spend with them, yeah, it's huge. And yeah.
2: you really gotta look at like who's gonna who like who's gonna benefit from your business and how much time and energy you spend in that
3: client. space. Yeah, for sure. And who can benefit your business? I think yeah. is important. We look at kind of. Who we want to spend the time with in the year and really kind of concentrate that who can make a dramatic impact to our business.
2: Yeah,
1: and I, and I think the pitch matters because any time that I've um, hung out with you guys or stuff has happened, it's it's not like oh we're holding this big you know event. And you guys have done that too, but um, even like the poker event mm-hmm. and things like that. There's sort of this. It's always in an expect. It's always in a way that I know for myself personally. If I if I show up to these things. I have no expectations of, of that anybody's going to pay for anything. It's just kind of like, yeah. ah, you know, we'll just sort of figure it out when we get there. Yeah. But it's yeah. it's it's sort of authentic as if a friend was just inviting me out to hang out and... Well, it is. So. Well, it is. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it is. But that's just it. It's, I think there's a pitch where it's like, oh, you know, we'd like to take you out. We'd like yeah. to thank you for this and take you golf instead. And it's like, yeah. hey, what are you up to on the weekend? Like, we're going to go golfing. Yeah. And then that that pitch is different. And it's almost more powerful because it's like... We're almost on a, another level too. Mm-hmm. It's like, nah, you know, come if you want, if not. Yeah. And then um, I don't think that expectation is there that yeah. it's, it's going to be uh, that people pay. So,
2: and if something good happens, of course, like we'll all go celebrate and we'll most likely pick up the bill, right? But we're not always paying every time we see them and stuff like that. So, yeah.
0: there's one realtor, um, and she does she does great business. But at the end of the summer, I remember her telling me that she got herself into a bad habit of like she's like, you know, I need to need to be more social, I need to do a bunch of stuff, da-da-da-da-da, and arranged, you know, lunches and whatever with people, but got to the point where she just always bought, right? Like, she kind of treated everything like a potential client, and then she was like, that was such a bad idea, because I feel like I've almost set this weird expectation, Yeah. and I don't know how to break that now. So, um, yeah, so I I think that's tough.
2: Yeah, Yeah, it is, and like, I don't know. Like when um, I was out with my friends the other day, we were sitting around the table, and I was like, you know, I know all these people, and I've done biz- we've done business with them because of this lady I'm sitting beside. So I'm gonna pick up the bill
0: for her tonight. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, that's that a, and just strategic decisions. Yeah. yeah. Do you? What do you guys do as far as like a client event goes, um, or the, the uh, one or two big things where you're like, this is something that. It's going to be formal invitations. Is there something that you do once or twice a year on that level? I think
3: the Stampede party for sure. Um, Yeah. Which, when we are there, like, we invite clients and then we buy, like, one or two drink tickets for each person. I think that's So you treat that
0: a little bit more as a more of a formal thing?
3: More like a thank you at Stampede. Everyone wants to have fun. Everyone has different corporate events that they're going to. So it would be weird to not give them something, I think. Of course. Yeah, Yeah.
2: And And then we also do a... Tom Baker Poker Tournament.
3: That's our other big event, but yes. they're responsible because we are raising money to buy yeah. their own ticket, right? But we're still reaching out and inviting them.
0: Yeah, and that's a really nice event that you guys do too, because it's a perfect way to just get in touch with everybody and get back. You get to see everybody in one night, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Is there a lot of work? And I, and I, it, it's a unique event because lots of realtors do the movie nights, and but there's so many different ways to host something, and based off of. Your friends and demographic, <laughs> like that's a really cool, unique thing that like the people you know love doing. That is it hard to plan the poker night? Yeah, we
3: just started planning for the fourth one, so it's going to be on April 9th, and I think I started a little too late, so I got to really dedicate uh, <laughs> get some getting with. on it here. But it does take some time, right? And yeah, you guys plan a lot of events, and you probably have the worry like, oh, I got to sell tickets. What yeah. if it sucks? What if no one comes? Oh get god! You're like, oh, prices. Yeah. Yep. It's, it is stressful, and when you get there, then you're like, okay. And at the end of the day, you're like, if it wasn't so as happy that. as you wanted to yeah. be, you're like, I, I raised, I tried.
1: And the people that were there have a good time, and it's, yeah. that's, that's awesome. Yeah. We've had a great time.
3: Yes, You're thank really you for coming. Yeah. yeah. No. We'll see you This year 9th. might be tough. So, yeah, or oh, maybe just, <laughs> not. Yeah,
1: her due date's <laughs> April yes. 4th, so, so okay, I yeah. don't
3: know if that's going to happen. I'll be there, of course. Yeah, but. I'll kill you. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'll kill you. Just kidding.
1: <laughs> <laughs> even, I got her, like, even Addie from behind the cameras is grimacing right now. She's <laughs> like, oh, yeah, we'll see. So That's so We funny. have,
0: um. this is just, it's it's cute that you would think this, but. Um, we, our CIR pool tournament this year, I think it's on April 12th. Like it's sometime really, really close. And he was like, that's like the perfect time to like bring the baby and everybody can. I was like, you have like no, no.
1: baby's first pool tournament. Exactly. (laughs) Baby's first, everything. You're not going to deny the baby first. Teach him how to play poker at a young age. That's right. (laughs) That would be like his first
0: week of life. It's a poker tournament and a pool tournament.
1: Well, and I just want, I want to make a comment, even something person that you mentioned where uh, realtors get caught in this trap of feeling like, oh, I have to buy a lunch I have to buy things. Well, if you feel like you're in that trap, uh, my attitude is always, you know, to buy the best of something in the category. So if you have your favorite coffee shop, like there's some brilliant, nice coffee shop. You take yeah. something to Phil and Sebastian's or something, even the perception of the coffee even a bit higher than Starbucks. So if yeah. you said, I want to give that perception, then quit inviting people out for lunches. You know, mm-hmm. start inviting people out for um, for coffees. It's like, hey, I yeah. want to meet you at Phil Sebastian's, my favorite coffee spot. Let's do that. And then you're buying $5 worth of something versus, you know, yeah. $50 worth of something. Yeah. Um, or like having my wing nights. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like we, made, and we made like a, a, a wing tour of like <laughs> trying to explore every great wing night that's out there. And it's just a, <laughs> it's a fun thing. And it's just, you know, we just take turns. It doesn't matter. So, um, yeah, it's a
3: cool, it, it's
1: a cool way to do it where you can do
3: it without spending a lot of money. I'd say just maybe shrink down how many lunches you're doing and to focus on quality priority yeah Yeah. and then not spending maybe you're spending as much but getting a bigger return Mm -hmm. this
1: this next question is always a tough question for realtors and we don't usually get asked it directly and i'm going to do it i'm put you guys on the spot (laughs) a little bit but um so many realtors out there uh let me ask you this what sets you apart you've always obviously been in competition before with other realtors and you guys have won the day uh, why do clients? So, what do you believe sets you apart, and why do clients choose you versus other realtors?
2: So, we're husband and wife team. Um, so, you get two realtors for the price of one. Um, we spend a lot of time on our listing and buying packages. Okay. Yep. We do a lot of research. Um, we're
0: very available. Like, one of
2: us can be available, and um, we're great negotiators.
0: That's great. that yeah. And you know what? It's nice that you can answer it that succinctly because most people cannot. Mm-hmm. So it's nice that you kind of have like, these are my five bullet points
3: well, and you all, just own them. We also leverage our track record, right? So we've had success in the past and yes. you have to bring it up and yeah. no one else is going to you know, talk great about you. So you got to come up there and leverage what you have, right? Yeah. yeah. So we have the track record. We could say in the in the downturn, we've sold over a hundred homes, and wow, yeah, which yeah. yeah. is and, awesome.
2: And we talk about the brokerage too. You, we work for an excellent brokerage, and we have seven hundred agents. Yes, the
3: Sierra so brandage is huge. Yeah, yeah
2: <laughs> for sure. And we talk Thank about you. our marketing and all that. So,
0: and all of that is helpful. So, do you treat um, your buyers' presentations? Do you treat those as seriously as you would? Because lots of people have a listing presentation, yeah, and someone will like have a buyer's presentation, but they don't actually go through it, but they have one if someone wants to see it. Do you approach, when you said you have a good buyer's presentation and you take your research, you come to the table with that just as seriously as you would a listing?
2: Yeah, like uh, most likely we'll get somebody that wants to go out and see a property right away, so we'll bring your buyer package with us, and they just absolutely love it. They open it up, they're like, wow, this is great, thank you so much. Simple as that.
3: And when we meet them, now we have everything electronic. We like to give it to them right away so that they can review. And then when we are meeting with them, we bring them a copy and see if they have any questions. Most of the time they've gone through it and it makes our job a little bit more easier. Mm-hmm. Nice. It's well, really I'm
1: smart. i am about to ask a question that's not listed. So <laughs> so warning, today's gonna kick me <laughs> if that happens. So so here we go. But this this actually goes into we have a question here that's you know, where do you get new ideas on how to grow your business? And one of the things I like is you're trying stuff like you're always tinkering you guys have tried you guys have worked online you know leads and done that you guys have uh, you know the builders you guys have um, i know you've done some farming stuff things like that tell me uh give me some ideas of things that have worked and give me some ideas of things that haven't
3: worked yeah that you're just like ah like i
2: say that website we put a lot of money into one year
3: (laughs) Yeah, we spent, I think, $60,000 and wow.
2: got maybe three leads.
3: So I think what we learned that is closed. Yeah. three to five. I mean. Yeah.
2: So that was a you huge waste up. of money. We could have spent that like having huge parties for our clients. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: So, I, I mean, I think the thing is to see what works for you and not be caught up in what's working maybe for someone else and chasing that, right? Yes. So we got caught up in, oh, everyone's getting great success.
0: I want a website, I want SEO, I need a blogger, I need a writer. Uh-huh. Yes. And
3: we're like, oh it's a lot of work. Yeah. yeah. So I'm spending all this money, but I'm here is making more and so if I cut this, I'm still making this and Yeah.
1: Well, so obviously the web leads things that. Oh, it wasn't guess. working.
3: I know people have great success and good for them for sticking it out. But yeah. it's a long you guys are doing the website, you know it's a long, grueling process to so yeah. get
0: it is very it is very grueling. You can get tied up in it
2: and yeah. Well, oh, not and when endless. to stop what? spending money on it. I feel like. Well, yeah. you never
1: done right. And there. the way to make and the way to make Webley's work is you got to call and you got to be following up all the time. Yeah. it is like you got to be just Johnny on the spot, and people like it because um, there's this person I feel like I have that I can just call and call and call and call and call, and that's great because that's if that works for you, that's awesome. Yeah. And then there's the other side of it where it's like, gosh, if I put that same energy into just a few key people in my in my database um you can start getting you know, obviously the conversion rates are um, a lot higher so yeah. um, that's great but, but everything works for different people and you, mm-hmm. you were even talking about how open houses you're just like it didn't work for me yeah 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 so and
2: farming too like he'll go out and deliver the flyers and i'm like you know that's
0: not my thing and then he'll mm-hmm. get a lead from it and he'll be like haha i got a lead
2: like, yeah. <laughs> told
0: you so <laughs> Yeah, well, and I and I think one of the one of the reasons that I know that we wanted to have you on here is because you have thrown so much up against the wall, right? Like you have not been afraid to try a lot of different stuff, and it's cool because as far as where all of your business comes from, you don't just have one pipeline, yeah. like by between the builders and the open houses and the networking events that you do and the delivering of flyers. I mean, even if you just start getting a couple things from each one of those, yeah. I mean. That's a lot of different pipelines giving you a lot of leads from different places, which is super cool because it's not just one group of people that you end up exhausting. Mm-hmm. Like you're, like, I think that's one of the best things that you guys do is you're just constantly situating yourself to say, how can I get in front of more people in different situations and expand, that da- and expand my database? So on that note, between the builders and the open houses and the farming and all of that, where do you – this isn't on here mm-hmm. either – um, But the amount of people that you guys <laughs> must know, um, how do it's you... It's crazy. It's cr- Like, how Like, do you some can-
2: days I talk to, like, 50 people.
0: Like, I, I can't, like... like just I,
2: texting or whatever. I
0: get anxiety even thinking about it. <laughs> so do you have, like, do you have a... Like, you, are they in a spreadsheet or is, this, is it just No, it's phone just or? normally
2: phone people, like, texting you. Hey, what are you doing this week? Like, sometimes we have, like, Gosh. five people, like, hey, you going to the fights? It's like, yeah, and then you try to make it so everyone ends up in one place and just... Something like that. Wow.
3: So. Serial
2: networking.
1: <laughs> I, I, I literally call it back. And, just, and that's, a, that's a knack. That's a gift. I know some people that just, they just bring people together. And I'll tell you, the opportunities that come from that, that in life, uh, you, know, you never know who you're going to meet or who that next introduction around the corner is. Uh, It's so so powerful.
0: You really Um, should put get them in a database though. I know. As the (laughs) as the marketing (laughs) manager of the brokerage, I I feel like it'd be responsible to say you should probably get those down on something with like an address and a phone number and like a first name and a last name that's like in different cells. You could do like a mail merge like send out Christmas cards. You know, just yeah, that's what I'll be doing this weekend. Perfect. (laughs) <laughs> at least
2: put 30 people in there once a week you know get yeah. it going <laughs> your database
0: if it was organized would be power like yeah. I can't like oh my gosh well, yeah. and everyone
1: has a database and people forget about that and it's like okay the, the, the game has changed because we all have smartphones but I mean back in the day I remember when the first digital PDAs came, those things you flipped up that had the big keyboards on them and it could hold like this one holds hundred and hundred and twenty contacts. <laughs> yeah. And you know, that was huge, but you couldn't put more than twelve characters in. Yeah. You know, yeah. so things like that. But um, nowadays your database is in your phone. Like you got the, the text message of these people, you do have it in Facebook, you have it in Instagram, yeah. you have these followers, you have these people that you can reach at any given point in time, mm-hmm. which is the point of a database mm-hmm. in a lot you know how that to you know, you know how to reach people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it's the game is changing. So the formal side of it, people can become successful without the days of having a a, a digital Rolodex, yeah. call it, which is you know so many CRMs. Now with that, mm-hmm. yeah. still get your stuff. And and <laughs> but, and
2: instead of like an automatic birthday email going out, a nice text we find goes a long way.
1: Oh, I never prefer for, for, for birthdays now. It's either. Even when you see it, like you get that daily email with all your Facebook birthdays, yeah. I go right to Facebook Messenger, yeah. and if I have them in my phone for a text message, I send them a text. Yeah. I never post in their timeline. Um, I always do it that way to try to set a, set a apart and get good results. Everyone replies, like 100%. I, like,
0: I still do not know my mom and my dad's birthday. I don't know my dog's <laughs> birthday. I don't know my grandparents' birthday. July birthdays. 23rd and July 29th. Like, wait, there, was, there was this, there was this <laughs> couple's <laughs> test. We went to Canada and us, and there was this for this couple's golf tournament, which we're doing next year. Okay. <laughs> and um, there was a question was where awesome. it was the couple's like, how much do you know about whatever? And I had to write down my mom's birthday and then he had to, and the the thing was, does your husband know what your mom's birthday is? And he got it right and I got it wrong. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs>
2: I, don't yeah.
0: I don't know why I'm so bad at birthdays. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. People love it. I got to get better. Anyways, um, last question. Okay. So 2020, who knows what the year is going to be. Corporately, so far, we've actually had our best sales numbers in January yeah. since 2007. That's huge. 12 years, yeah. That's Yeah, awesome. which is awesome. really huge. So, yeah. I mean, fingers crossed. That doesn't mean that this year is going to be fabulous, but we're going to hope maybe it's a little bit better than next yeah. year. Yeah. But advice that you guys would have for people who are a little bit nervous starting this year based on the fact that last year kind of sucked Yeah. to say, I'm going to leave this meeting. I'm going to go do a couple of things a little bit differently to hopefully get me five more deals this year, like a realistic goal. What would each of your advice be?
3: Sure, I'll start. Uh, my goal was to just focus on who I think can help my business the most, and I'm gonna focus on those three to five people. Networking, going to events, writing to my events, I'm gonna spend time with them.
1: And so you selected the influencers and say yes. I'm gonna go in and... Those are my the, people that I yeah. think
3: can help. I've you know, targeted them and that's, where I'm going to spend my time. I
0: search. love how it's only three to five people because that's so realistic and so achievable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's really smart. Yeah. Good suggestion. Yeah. And Carrie? then
2: me, just talk to as many people as you can. Just keep on hustling. Don't give up. And yeah, just be yourself and get out there and just start network- networking.
3: I would just say, just do something. You talk to so many people I, and they're like, yeah, I'm going to do a farming and I'm going to do this, and then you see him in six months. How's it working out? Well, I'm still researching. Just yeah, do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't have to be the best. Yeah, but... Are You
1: guys, you, you guys going to hold a course on that? Or are you guys going to? And it's just like, whoa. whoa. Have you used Google <laughs> yeah. lately? Like, yeah. <laughs>
3: YouTube. Yeah. Like...
1: Literally. And and I want And I want to speak to that. Uh, that whole uh, that whole adage of um, or the saying of, you know, 80 of success is is just showing up. Uh, some of the best advice that I ever got in real estate is just be in the business. And if it's like. If your job is being a realtor, then it's like, what do you do? Well, you meet people for coffee, you do different things like that. You sit open houses, you um, you're walking community, you're dropping off flyers. It's like if you were to pretend what a realtor does in a day, just pretend and pretend that you're a realtor today. And and it's true because it's like it's like let's just pretend. Like you don't have to actually be a realtor, but let's just you're just gonna make believe today and you're gonna do those activities. Then. And look what happens, like yeah. stuff like that. That is and,
0: such a good way <laughs> to put it.
1: And you guys have done, you guys have done that and you guys obviously doing it, but you're like, oh, I'm going to go and talk to a salesperson at a show home. Yeah. Oh, there's an opportunity to sit at a show home. I'll say if you could, I can cover and you, know, you guys went out and did it. And and to your point of, um, you know, I don't know if it was just a breakout, it's not one thing that you did, but the accumulation of all these make-believe realtor activities that you actually did. Yeah. you yeah. <laughs> <Sorry, daughter. laughs> Just try it. Result.
2: Yeah, just try
0: it, and whatever works works. Yeah. Good for you guys. Well, congratulations thank on the so success much. that you've had. Thank you. And we're excited to see your 2020 because it's going to be awesome.
3: Thank you. Oh, thank and you. thanks
0: for coming on and thanks for
3: having us sharing <laughs>
0: with everybody who's listening. I know that they appreciate it too Thank you very thank
3: much. Thank you. You're You're
1: welcome. Welcome. And to our viewers out there and our listeners, uh, make sure you guys tune in each week or every second week, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, to see our Realty Business Mastery and. Make sure you uh, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and download it uh, wherever podcasts are available. A new episode every two weeks. So stick with us and look forward to you guys having a successful 2020.